Every podcast has a song, so everybody come along. My fantasy team can't be beat. You will suffer your defeat. My point total is really large. I'm your LM man in charge. This is the intro I will use to bring you all the news. Hello, friends, family, and opponents, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today's episode, we'll be doing our week five preview. Um, Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, fortunately, the Braves are playing in the playoffs this week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, (coughs) excuse me, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and they played at one o'clock. Usually, I do my rankings during uh, nap time. I like to like start them then and with the Braves playing and kind of threw my rankings out of whack. So um, instead of breaking down last week, um, I took my time instead to make my week five rankings instead. So there isn't really a review of last week. If you need a review, uh, just go look at the scoreboard. (coughs) You can kind of see uh, what was going on. So sorry about that. But, hey, the Braves won. We swept the Marlins. Two shutouts and a 3 nothing sweep. It was pretty awesome. And uh, thank you, everybody, for letting me uh, watch the games on Wednesday and Thursday. I was able to watch both shutout games, and I loved every second of it. And I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I was able to make an updated power rankings, though. So we'll just jump right into that uh, quickly before we move on to the rankings of week five number one we have a new number one courtney comes in at 23 and five number two is blake at also at 23 and five uh tiebreakers are head to head and uh, courtney beat blake in week one at number three we have damien taking a jump up at 15 and 13 and number four is colin at 500 14 14 number five is hannah 13 and 15 uh, six is dad at 10 and 18. Number seven is mom also at 10 and 18. Again, tiebreakers head to head. Dad beat mom in week one as well. That's why he is ahead of her. And at number eight, we have Corey at four and 24. Again, those are the updated power rankings through week four, four weeks of play. So everybody's played 28 total matchups according to my power rankings, and that's kind of how they shake up so far. Now with power rankings, power rankings look at the past instead of looking towards the future. And in this episode, we will actually be looking towards the future. So stay tuned. I will be giving you a quick rundown of my rest of the season rankings. This is a quick reminder that every week when I make my rankings, it is for that week alone, not for the future. Um, a good example of this, uh, this week at number seven for running backs, I have Mike Davis, but as you will see later, he is obviously not that high. The only reason he's so high is because Christian McCaffrey is out. So therefore he's actually playing. So again, this is just for this week alone and not for the future weeks. <laughs> Keep that in mind, uh, every week when I talk about my rankings, cause and again, these are also unbiased rankings. I'm not um, ranking players, whether I personally like them or not. I'm giving an honest ranking. Um, 
no bias included. Uh, there's some, there's a pretty nifty little uh, thing that I found, a spreadsheet that uh, not I don't make that someone else makes, and it uh, kind of breaks down games based off how Las Vegas thinks how many points are going to score, and based off of uh, the defenses. I look at defenses. Are they, do they have a good matchup? Do they have a bad matchup? Stuff like that to kind of mold my rankings into how I like them. And at the end, it kind of just spits out numbers. So then I just take those numbers and put them into rankings. Now, obviously, I don't. <coughs> Sorry, I'm still trying to get over this. Every time I talk is when I start to cough. So, like, if I just sit here in silence, I don't cough. So, sorry if I'm coughing, but I want to get this episode out to you guys. Um, so, what was I talking about before I coughed? I already forgot. Uh, <coughs> yeah. So, but anyway, the rankings, super unbiased. It spits out a number, and I rank them. Now, obviously, I'm not going to get them right every single time. That would be insane. If I did do that, I'd be super rich playing my daily fantasy sports. Um, this is just my best guess of how players are going to perform. Okay, so if I get it if I get it wrong, you know, don't message me like, oh my God, why'd you tell me to play this person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I I just look at numbers and what the numbers tell me is gonna happen. And I the question I ask myself every week is what is most likely going to happen? What's more likely going to happen? Uh, Patrick Mahomes has a really as a solid, a better week than Joe Burrow? Yes. Now, does that mean Joe Burrow has no chance of outscoring Patrick Mahomes? No. So that's just a question I ask myself every week um, along with these rankings. Okay? So if you have, I'm going to send out the spreadsheet again. So if you're looking at the Google Doc that I do send out, if you're looking at it, the week five rankings are up. This week I ranked... Um, 16 quarterbacks, 16 tight ends, 40 running backs, 40 wide receivers. Okay. Cause I feel like when I was ranking them in the past, the past couple of weeks, having a person ranked at 24, just cause they're starting, didn't give the best, um, it didn't give me the best like projection of how I thought they were actually going to play. Cause there's, there's a lot of play, <coughs> a lot of players, a lot of teams that have, uh, fantasy teams that have good depth at a specific uh, position. For example, let's go Courtney with her with running backs, just because I'm looking at it. Um, I have Jonathan Taylor ranked as the 15th best running back this week, but I have her already having three running backs ranked higher. And, you know, you get those sprinkled in throughout. It doesn't give a proper projection of how I think they're going to go. So that's why I decided to rank 40 this week. And if you're having a debate of who to play, you could see maybe the, the gap that I have between the players this time. Uh, if you do not have a player ranked in the top 40 playing, um, what I did is I took the best player of who you do have, and I just gave him a 41 when I was going through the rankings. I feel like once we get that far, it really doesn't matter, but um, there's the method to my madness for this week. Let me know if you like this better, or if you want me to just do the top 24 of players who are going to start. Um, I personally like this one a lot better, but uh, let me know what you guys think. As again, this is for you guys. Um, 
the podcast is for you guys. The rankings is basically for me, <laughs> but I like to get them out to you guys. So that is about enough of me jibber jabbering, um, making my claim for why I'm, I'm not always an idiot. But uh, let's get into the matchups. What I'm going to do this week is I'm going to break down everybody's team. If you want to look at everybody that my full list of rankings, you can. Um, but I'm just going to talk about the teams more this week than I have in the past. Uh, we'll start with <coughs> our first matchup, Dad versus Colin. Dad coming in with a record of one and three. Colin coming in with a record of two and two. This is a big matchup for both these teams. Dad was in the uh, championship game last week, coming at one and three, off to a slow start. Um, he's sitting at number six in my power rankings at 10 and 18, so that's about where I'd expect his record to be at one and three. And me sitting at an even 14 and 14, two and two is exactly where I would expect myself to be based off the power rankings. Both of us had high expectations coming into the season, and our teams have um, been hit by the injury bug pretty hard as there's been a lot of teams, uh, NFL and fantasy teams that have been hit by the injury bug. Um, and let's see who I think can get off the schnaw and get a W this week. Very interesting quarterback matchup, Kyler Murray versus Josh Allen. That's right. Colin. Now I myself have Josh Allen as my quarterback. Now I made a trade with Blake. Um, Josh Allen has been absolutely insane so far this year. I don't expect those numbers to continue at that level. But, again, I've said it a lot. Quarterbacks that can run are very fantasy relevant, whether or not they're a good real-life fantasy quarterback. Now, obviously, uh, Patrick, Mahomes is, Patrick Mahomes is a really, really good NFL quarterback and a really, really good fantasy quarterback. And he doesn't put up the running stats, so he he's just an anomaly. He's the best player in the world right now, um, in my opinion. So he's the one that kind of makes it a difference. And we'll look at my rankings later as to you can see the running quarterbacks as opposed to the stand-in-the-pocket throwing quarterbacks. But I have Kyler Murray ranked number four this week, Josh Allen number five. Um Josh Allen is obviously, he plays for the Buffalo Bills. They're playing the Tennessee Titans this week. Uh, as of right now, as I'm recording this Friday night, it's currently 9.32. They want to play that game Tuesday at like 5 o'clock, as long as the Titans have no more positive tests tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. So hopefully, hopefully there's no negative tests or if there is a positive test, hopefully it's before Sunday so everybody can adjust accordingly. Um, I still don't know if I want to play Josh Allen just because of that risk of the Titans having another positive test. But I do have him ranked at number five. That's as if they're going to play. That has no impact of the corona COVID-19 outbreak situation. If they were playing for sure, he is number five. Okay. So my rankings have nothing to do with whether or not they're going to play like that iffy. So if I added that, he'd probably be down, you know, 10 or below-ish area. But I don't want to start having, like, then I have to start debating, like, injuries and stuff like that, and I don't want to get into that. <coughs> Moving on to running backs. Uh, Dad's running backs for the week. He's got Alvin Kamara, 
David Johnson and Naheem Hines as my projected starters. Um, I'm actually going to pull up real quick teams. That way I can look at benches at the same time. Because I just write down starters. And I don't always remember who's on people's teams. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. Alvin Kamara, I have him as the number one running back for the week. Um, he's been absolutely insane so far this year. Racking up a total of... Uh, 28.2 fantasy points per game. That's insanely high for a running back. That's actually that's insanely high for quarterbacks. That's how good he's been so far this year. Clear number one this week. I don't care what the matchup is. And he's got a good matchup here with the Chargers. Uh, David Johnson. David Johnson's kind of been touchdown dependent so far this year. I have him ranked at number 19. My, um, he's only averaging 11.6 points per game. Position rank of 23 so far overall. Um, if he scores a touchdown, usually means he has a good week as he scored a touchdown in weeks one and three. And then he scored 18.4 and 11.6. But um, two weeks he didn't score a touchdown, only six and 10.2. So hopefully he can get in the end zone. He does have consistent two to three catches per game, which is nice. Maybe he'll find the end zone. It's just I hate touchdown dependent people. And that's kind of how uh, David Johnson has been this year. Does have a good matchup, though, with Jacksonville. Um, they're just not very good. Uh, Naheem Hines at 29, coming in 29 this week. I love Naheem Hines. Like, my numbers always want me to lean on Naheem Hines. And that makes me just really like players when players have, like, a specific stat that jumps out at me, whether or not – it's like a good one. And for him, it's the pass catching. His pass catching is his main asset. Um, he has 16 total catches so far this year. Unfortunately, eight of them came in one game um, in week one. We haven't seen him get targeted that much since week one. But uh, everyone knows that Neem Hines is a pass catching back. He's not going to get a ton of carries. Uh, so, But I like Neem Hines for his pass catching ability. And uh, the Colts are playing Cleveland this week. Cleveland destroyed the Cowboys last week, so maybe they'll be behind. And when they're behind, Phillip Rivers loves dropping it off to the quarter, or to the running back. Dad's wide receivers, Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas, and Amari Cooper. Keenan Allen surprisingly came in at number two for me this week. Uh, a lot of my rankings this week kind of uh, surprised me at how they ended up turning up. But, and this was one of them, Keenan Allen, number two. Um, by far his highest ranking that I've had this week. They're playing the Saints. Saints give up a lot of points. And uh, Monday night game, so I've came down for sure starter at number two for me this week. <coughs> his other receiver in that game, Michael Thomas. Now, again, I don't want to play the injury. If he's, Is he going to play? Is he not going to play a game? But I have him in at number six based off numbers. And... Um, now, if he would play, would have played every game so far this year, I think his he would have been ranked a lot higher. It's just when you haven't played, then your stats get weighed down just a little bit more than normal. But I have him in at number six this week um, if he plays, obviously. If he doesn't play, he's ranked 5,632 because you don't score any points when you don't play. Number 11, Amari Cooper. So Dad's got three top 11 wide receivers this week. Uh, Mari Cooper playing the New York Giants. I think we all know the New York Giants are absolutely terrible. 
so far this year, Amari Cooper surprisingly is the number three ranked wide receiver in terms of uh, points per game, 16.7. <coughs> now, when I saw that, I was pretty surprised. I don't, I didn't think he had that great of a year, but a lot of that was last week's game where he scored 27.4 um, points. And before that, he had 13.1, 13.1. And uh, that kind of skews the numbers a little bit when you have one monster game, especially in a small sample size of only uh, four games. So, but Mario Cooper comes in at number 11. Tight end, uh, Mike Gesicki comes in at number 11 this week. Uh, again, these are weekly, just this week rankings. I love Mike Gesicki moving forward, but for this week, I have him ranked a little bit lower than um, normal just because he's playing San Francisco 49ers. And so far this year, based off the numbers, San Francisco has not given up very many points to the tight end. Um, I don't know who they've played. I'm not sure if that's just they haven't played very good tight ends yet because, you know, obviously that can skew numbers all over the place. But um, just haven't given very many points to the tight ends, and that's why he's ranked so low this week at number 11. And Dad comes in with a golf score of 83. Moving over to my team, I'm just going to go through it quickly because I don't think anybody really cares to hear me break down my team personally. So here we go. Again, I already talked about Josh Allen. Came out at number five. Number six, or my other running back, I have Derrick Henry this week. Again, he plays for the Titans, so the same thing. I have two players this week that I have to worry about with that COVID game. Um, luckily, I have a good running back on the bench that I can put in for Derrick Henry if I so choose, and Joshua Kelly replacing um, Austin Eckler. Honestly, I probably am going to do that, but for the sake of my projecting best lineups, I'm not going to do that in this, but probably by Sunday. I will be playing Joshua Kelly just because I don't want it to become Tuesday and the Titans all of a sudden have another positive test and I have nobody to put in because nobody's playing on Tuesday other than the Titans and the Bills and you can't really find anybody to replace them. So it's it's a rough time for Bills and Titans owners, which is me. Hooray. Uh, I also have Clyde Edwards-Elair. Uh, I have him ranked at number three. Kansas City running back. I have a really, really good matchup this week that I hope he can uh, take advantage of. Um, sorry. They play the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are the worst defense in terms of run defense. I thought that was kind of surprising when I ended up looking at the numbers, but the Raiders are terrible against the run, and Andy Reid loves exploiting weaknesses on defense. If he wants to run the ball 30 times in a game, he will. So if it involves winning the game, he's not just going to be selfish and wing the ball all over the place just because he has Patrick Mahomes. He is trying to win the game, and it is a divisional game. So I really, really love Clyde Rodillo this week. Coming at number eight, I have Kareem Hunt. Um, Nick Chubb went down with an injury, so Kareem Hunt is the go-to guy now, which is awesome for me with my running back injuries I have. But um, – and Nick Chubb just got hurt last week, and so he was sharing the backfield with him. And while he was sharing the backfield, he's averaged 16.4 points per game, good enough for seventh overall. And he's at, he had 10, 23, 13, and 19 points. So I expect that to continue now that he's the main man 
Um, just hopefully he doesn't get hurt like all my other running backs. <laughs> Receivers, I have DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is in at number one. He's playing against the Jets. Jets actually have a decent pass defense. It's very, I mean, middle of the road, if I remember correctly. But DeAndre Hopkins is DeAndre Hopkins. He is my, spoiler alert, number one rest of the season wide receiver as well. At number 16, I have Terry McLaurin. He's playing the Rams. Rams have a really good corner. Um, Jalen Ramsey. I forgot what his name is. Jalen Ramsey. Um, and it's Washington football team. So uh, I expect Jalen Ramsey probably to follow Terry McLaurin around. And don't like the matchup all that great. But kind of what I got to do. Because my other receiver, Debo Samuel, I have him ranked at number 30. I have Kenny Galladay on a bye this week. And I don't like Michael Michael Gallup this week. Henry Ruggs coming off an injury. Don't really want to play him. Fresh off an injury. Um, which is kind of what I got to do. I have him at number 30. He is playing the Dolphins. Really good matchup. But he's fresh off an injury. And who knows? Who knows? Number four, I got Mark Andrews, tight end. Um, top four tight end pretty much every single week in terms of rankings. Now, whether or not he lives up to that, uh, we will wait and see. So I have a golf score. For myself at 73, so I have myself getting the dub over Dad this week. Um, 73, 83, again golf, low score wins, <coughs> which is interesting because if I look quickly, I have Joshua Kelly ranked at 18 and Derrick Henry at six for a difference of 12. So if you would add 12 to my golf score, I would end up at 85, and that would actually give Dad the victory. But I'm not playing the what if game, and also. Um, if that game for sure is not playing, my quarterback this week is actually going to be Kirk Cousins. They're playing. We're playing against Seattle. Seattle is terrible against the pass, um, and they're not bad against the run. They're not great, but um, Kirk Cousins is actually going to be my quarterback this week if that game for sure is canceled. So, fun fact for you. Moving on to our next matchup, we have Corey taking on Courtney. Corey still looking for his first win of the year, so at 0-4. Courtney looking to stay undefeated, moving to um, 4-0 last week, trying to get to 5-0 this week. I'll start with Corey. We got Matt Ryan as his quarterback, number seven. Good old Matt Ryan, Mr. Consistent. Um, Matt Ryan, like, what is there to say about him other than, I mean, he's, like, quietly a really good fantasy quarterback. Um He's averaging 19.1 points per game, coming in position rank number 10. Like, that's exactly what you expect. Um, nothing crazy. Uh, a lot of it's carried from the first two weeks where he had 23 and 28. Last two weeks, 11 and 12. But he played better defenses in those two games. Uh, facing a good defense again this week in Carolina. I still have my ranked number seven. I like him a lot. Julio Jones getting healthier. Uh, I just like Matt Ryan this week um, as Mr. Consistent. Running back Chris Carson at number nine, also in that game, uh, playing against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, our run defense, it's better than our pass defense, I can tell you that, but it's um, – no, wait, Chris Carson. Yeah, Chris Carson. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I was looking uh, – sorry. Anyway, and Chris Carson, I still can't believe he's playing based off that injury that he had last week. Wild. Wild, wild, wild. Can't believe he's still playing. But, um, yeah. At 14, I got James Conner. James Conner is another kind of guy who's been sneakily pretty good 
like nothing crazy, nothing like knock your socks off good, but just another solid year. I have him at 14 this week. Um, not much to say. Decent matchup. Philly is middle of the road defensively against the run. Um, nothing special. I like it. Then we have the disappointment so far of Corey's team and Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram has been really, really bad so far this week. He's only averaging this week, this year. He's only averaging like 7.7 points per game. And uh, <coughs> last year he was insanely good. He was um, a fantasy stud based off where you selected Mark Ingram. Um, but this year he just hasn't been able to get it going. I don't know. I don't know. Baltimore's offense has looked a little behind so far this year. Uh, I expect them at some point to turn it on. This week it might happen against Cincinnati. Their run defense isn't the greatest, but um, not looking good for Mark Ingram uh, for you, Corey. I am ranked at 33. Then we get to Corey's rough part of his lineup, his wide receivers. Uh, CeeDee Lamb has been really, really good so far this year. Uh, one of my bold predictions coming into the season was that Justin Jefferson would be would lead all rookies in fantasy points um, by for uh, rookie wide receivers, and CeeDee Lamb is uh, right there with him. So far, it's those two are far and ahead above everyone else in terms of rookies. Um, who do they play this week? Oh, they play the Giants. That's right, Giants. Terrible, not very good. So I have CeeDee Lamb coming in at 27. Another thing with my uh, spreadsheet and the rankings and all that, it's so hard to rank rookies because you don't have, like, past data to look at. You just have a four-game sample size. So, I mean, if you base it just off those four games, he would rank be ranked a lot higher. But uh, the guy that I get my spreadsheets from, he has some way of determining – like rookie rankings and stuff. I don't know what it is, but I just use the data that he has. Um, number 41, we have Anthony Miller. I didn't rank Anthony Miller. Um, Corey has two buys this week of Marvin Jones and Devontae Adams, which uh, is a killer. Um, didn't go out and get a different wide receiver to fill these next two spots. Um, Anthony Miller, I don't think he's fantasy relevant, to be honest. Uh, they're playing... As we speak, they're currently playing. Um, and as I'm talking, Anthony Miller has 2.6 fantasy points. Uh, not good. Not good. Moving on. He also has LaVisca Chenault Jr. I think that's how you say it. Um, I'll be honest. I don't know who this is. Um, I am ranked at 42. Uh, I, I don't know who this is. <laughs> Sorry, I can't give much. I... Didn't look at him on the spreadsheet because uh, he didn't come out of my top 40. So, I don't know. They're playing Houston. Maybe scores. I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> uh, tight end, Zach Ertz at number six. I thought he got injured last week, but I was actually thinking of Dallas Goddard. I think he's healthy. He just hasn't been that great this year. He's only averaging seven points per game. Um, good for 17th out of all tight ends. He hasn't been the Zacherts that we've come to know and love so far. Um, I expect it to turn around. I have no worries with him moving forward. But that brings Corey. I have him ranked number six. That brings Corey's golf score to 179, which I'll be honest, not good. 
That's good. Moving over to Courtney. Let me just pull up the ESPN fantasy team page real quick. Courtney, for quarterback, I have Courtney starting uh, big Ben Roethlisberger. I hate Ben Roethlisberger for one reason. And more reason alone. Well, there's a couple. But the main reason is his last name is so flipping long that when I make rankings, his name screws everything up. So if you go scroll up to my week five rankings, we have Ben, which is really, really tiny. And you have Roethlisberger. It has to go on its own flipping line. So from now on, my rankings, if you see Big Ben, it's him. Because I hate his last name. I'm ranked number nine this week. And uh, she also has Joe Burrow on the team. Looking up quickly, I had Joe Burrow at 14, playing Baltimore. Um, maybe they'll be <coughs> – I can see him being behind and uh, having to throw a lot. But, again, Joe Burrow's a rookie, so he's uh, his numbers come out really wonky when you uh, put it in. So that's why he's kind of ranked a little bit lower. But I have him – I have Big Ben at number nine as the starter this week. Uh, moving on to Courtney's strongest part of her team, running backs. Number four, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, he has a tattoo on his belly that says, Feed Me, and they're playing the Giants this week. I think he's going to get fed. I have him at number four. Number five, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs playing Kansas City. Kansas City's defense is very average. Like, they're not great. They're not bad. They're just, like, perfectly average, which is great when you have an insanely good um, offense. But... Um, so, yeah, I like Josh Jacobs this week. Comes in at number five. Number ten, Miles Sanders. I have Miles Sanders. They're playing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has a really good run defense, but Miles Sanders, he's a pass catcher as well, so he's going to be involved in the pass offense. So uh, he might not put up the rushing numbers, but I think he puts up the, the pass catching ability to stay relevant this week. Comes in at number ten. Wide receivers, Tyler Lockett at number eight. He's had an insanely crazy year. Um if you remember coming into the year, I said he was like Mr. Consistent. He's not going to be really, really good. He's not going to be really, really bad. He's going to be like super consistent. Well, so far, he's proven me wrong. He's been really, really good. I have him ranked number eight. At number 10, I have Allen Robinson. And uh, he's playing right now. So sorry I didn't get this out of time. I'm ranked number 10. So far, he has uh, 13.1 fantasy points as we speak. Um, that's not what, That might not be what he ends up with. But as I'm talking right now, that's what he has. Her other wide receiver is actually also in this game, Mike Evans. I have Mike Evans ranked at 18 instead. Um, Chicago's pass defense is really, really good. Uh, they pressure the quarterback really well, um, force quick dump-offs. And Tom Brady hates getting sacked, so he's not going to be looking for the big plays, I think. I don't know. I guess the game's going on right now. But uh, that's what I expected coming into this game. So, uh, let's see. Does it show what he's done? So, so far he has four catches, 29 yards, and a touchdown. Good thing he has a touchdown. Otherwise, his fantasy points would be terrible. Mike Evans has actually scored a touchdown in every game so far this year. That's five weeks in a row. So, uh, that's good. <laughs> but, uh, he hasn't... I don't know, man. He's actually... His... It, Mike Evans' style, like, game-by-game style line is crazy. So week one, he had one catch for two yards, touchdown. Week two, he had seven catches for 104 yards, touchdown. Week three, he had two catches, two yards, two touchdowns. 
Like, okay. <laughs> Last week he had seven for 122 in a touchdown. And so far this week he has four for 29 in a touchdown. So he seems like a guy maybe you're going to play like every other week. <laughs> it's crazy. Six, 19, 13, 21, 10. Like, I don't know. Every every other week. <laughs> That's Mike Evans' new nickname. And then tight end, number one ranked tight end, George Kittle. He was absolutely insane last week. How many points did he score? Can I find it real quick? I know it was like 30 plus. Yeah, 32.6 last week. 15 catches. 183 yards and a touchdown. George Kittle making a case for the best tight end in the football. Making a case for the best Iowa player in football, which I think he is. But that rounds up Courtney's team. Courtney comes up with a golf score of 65. So I have Courtney moving to 5 0. Corey looking for that elusive first win. Maybe it'll come next week, my friend. But moving on to our next matchup. We have Melinda, Mom, taking on Damien. We will start with Mom's team. Mom, quarterback, the good old Lamar Jackson. Evan Lamar Jackson ranked at number three this week. He's gotten off to a rough start this year. And I mean rough in terms of what he was last year. Um, he's only ranked number eight. But, uh, again, he can run. He can throw. I expect this offense to get turned around at some point. Could be this week. He might score 50. But, uh, yeah, comes at number three. Running backs, number seven, Mike Davis. <coughs> Mike Davis is benefiting tremendously from Christian McCaffrey being hurt. Um, he's been a very nice replacement for Mom. Um, luckily, he's been good. That way, the Christian McCaffrey injury could have hurt her a lot more than it has. Uh, number 11, I actually have a surprise of Raheem Mustard this week. That surprised me a lot, but when I dive in, dove into the numbers, uh, Miami's, Miami Dolphins are terrible against the run. Raheem Mustard is a guy, a very big play potential type of guy, um, and when you're playing against teams that are terrible against the run, I expect a big play at some point, and I had him ranked at number 11. Also, Joe Mixon comes in at number 12. They're playing Baltimore. Um, Baltimore's run defense is really good, but Joe Mixon, another guy who catch passes out of the backfield <coughs> as well. I I just noticed that Mom has David Montgomery playing in today's game, so she chose to start David Montgomery over Raheem Mustard, and so far <coughs> doesn't look too bad. She. Definitely didn't make a mistake as he so far has 12.6 points, eight carries, 27 yards, a touchdown, five catches, 14 yards so far for 12.6 points. Um, how's this game going? I'm just clear real quick. So there's five minutes left in the game as I'm talking. Buccaneers are at 19 17. Um, it'll be kind of fun if you guys, when you guys listen to this, because this game will be already be over. <laughs> you'll be like, oh, don't worry, Colin. The, Buccaneers scored 20 more points in the five minutes or something. Some crazy might happen, but um, so far 12.6, which is very, very reasonable. Luckily, he didn't have like. Luckily, he had that touchdown. Take six points away, he only would have 6.6, which is not good. Um, I had him at number 12 this week. I don't know if I mentioned that, but and at number nine for wide receivers, I have DK Metcalf playing against the Vikings, and our pass defense is terrible. So I expect a big week. 
Run both Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Comes at number nine. Number 15, we have the injured Julio Jones. Who knows if he's going to play? Um, <coughs> all signs that I've seen look like he's going to. If he does play, um, I have him at 15. Again, he's another guy that the injury bug has really killed his data. And he comes at 15. Odell Beckham Jr. I have at 17 this week. Indianapolis is surprisingly a really, really good defense. And um, he has a – oh, they have that one corner. They have that lockdown corner as well. God, what's his name? We played the Colts this year too. I can't think of his name right now, but um, he's probably going to shadow OBJ. So OBJ might have a letdown of the week. Wouldn't surprise me if he only scored like three points, and it wouldn't surprise me if he scored 25 points. But I'm in at 17 this week. Tight end, Hunter Henry, have it number five, playing the Saints. The Saints so far this year have, are the worst team against the tight end. They go on more points to the tight end than anybody in NFL. Um, again, I don't know for sure who they've played off the like, top of my head. I don't know if they've played really, really good tight ends or if it's just they're really bad against the tight end. But I have them at number five. Love the matchup this week. Good, I expect a good week from Hunter Henry, giving Mom a golf score of 79. And moving over to Damien's team. We have my least favorite quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's Aaron Rodgers. But Dak Prescott, the guy who just keeps proving me wrong and wrong based off my opinion of what Dak Prescott was last year. Uh, I have changed my mind on Dak Prescott. I just think he's actually pretty good. Um, they're really good at getting behind and then him going off in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <coughs> but Dak plays against the Giants this week. My only fear is that I think Ezekiel Elliott's going to run all over the Giants' defense, that maybe Dak won't have enough opportunities to throw the ball. But, I mean, when you're playing the Giants, you can't just play him and just expect the Giants to suck, and you'll have a good week. Um, running backs, number two, I have Dalvin Cook. Seattle is terrible against the pass, so I think we'll be able to throw the ball around really, really well, which will open up those um, running lanes for Dalvin Cook. Um Maybe it'll be the week where we reverse it and we'll throw to open up the run. We're on Sunday Night Football this week, though, which sucks. But um, expecting a pretty big week from Dalvin Cook. Um, and so far this year, he hasn't done anything to um, not think that. Uh, also, I have Antonio Gibson. Comes in at number 20. He's kind of taken this Washington backfield and claimed it for himself. I have ranked at number 20 this week. Playing the Rams. Rams, mediocre against the run. Basically, if you run up the run between the tackles, Aaron Donald's going to eat you up. Your best bet is kind of running outside the tackles. But um, that's just an educated guess, honestly. Uh, <coughs> and at number 25, the former Viking, Jack McKinnon, McKinnon, which um, his name is actually spelled with one R instead of two. I always thought it was two R's. It's only one. There's your fun fact. Uh, playing against the Dolphins. Dolphins suck. Um, I think Jared McKinnon and Raheem Mustard are both fantasy relevant this week, and you are playing against each other. It'll be interesting. I mean, who knows? <laughs> it's kind of fun. Both San Francisco running backs playing against each other this week. Wide receivers. Number four, we got Adam Thielen, like I just talked about. 
Um, Seattle, terrible against pass. Expect a really, really good week from Adam Thielen. Number five, we have Tyree Kill, who has been really, really consistent this year, which he's been missing a little bit in past years. He'd be kind of boom or bust. So far, he hasn't boomed and he hasn't busted. He's been very consistent. And they're taking on Las Vegas this week, a divisional game. I like Tyree Kill. And the other wide receiver, my biggest surprise ranked where they are this week, Robbie Anderson. He ended up coming out at number 13 this week. A, a, a fabulous matchup against the Falcons. Two terrible defenses playing against each other. Two pretty solid offenses playing against each other. This game could be a lot, a lot, a lot of offense. Um, if you're a betting man, I'm taking the over in this game. I don't even know what it's set at, but I think there's going to be a lot, a lot of points in this game. I had Robbie Anderson coming in at 13. That, when I saw that, I thought I made a mistake in my, um, in my math, but... I did it like three or four times, and every single time came out the same. Robbie Anderson at number 13 this week. Number nine, tight end, Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby. Uh, I got to crunch just so I don't say something stupid real quick. Yeah, that's what I thought. So Tyler Higby, week, week two, he had 25.9 points, and uh, since then he hasn't gotten more than seven. So, again, tight end position is very boomer bust, basically around the league. Um, when you don't have a Travis Kelsey or a George Kittle, you're just you're kind of a boomer bust tight end is what you're looking for. Uh, he had three tight three touchdowns in week two. Uh, hasn't been in the end zone since. Uh, and in that three touchdown game, he only had caught five passes for 54 yards. I was really super high. I was really super high on Tyler Higby coming into the season. So far, he hasn't quite lived up to those expectations. When you look at his averages. Yeah, he's averaging 10.5 points per game, which is good for seventh. But when you actually look at the numbers game by game, um, those numbers are all based off that week two where he went off for 25.9. So kind of a boomer bust, but what are you going to do? I haven't ranked the number nine this week. Very golf score of 84. So I have mom knocking off Damien this week, 79, 84, which would be awesome because uh, Damien is currently one game ahead of me in the standings. But you know what time it is. It's time for the game of the week. Game of the week. It's our game of the week. Game of the week. Here we go. That's right. This week's game of the week, we have Hannah taking on Blake. Uh, This matchup has the most wins between the two teams, making it the perfect game of the week. Hannah coming in at a record of two and two. Blake coming in with a record of three and one. Interdivision matchup. Um, Hannah looking to make get the dub to get that head-to-head advantage over Blake and to tie their record. Blake looking to try and catch up to his mother and keep the winning streak alive. Here we go. We'll start with Hannah. Hannah Patrick Mahomes starting at quarterback, number two ranking this week. He kind of have a, had a scare last week. I don't know if you were aware, but um, Stephon Gilmore for the Patriots ended up testing positive for COVID. And at the end of the game, Patrick Mahomes and Stephon Gilmore shook hands and hugged. So far, Patrick Mahomes has remained negative in the COVID testing. Uh, what's there to say about Patrick Mahomes that anyone else in the world hasn't already said? 
Man's a stud. Really, really good. What can you do? Comes in at number two this week behind uh, number one quarterback, which we'll reveal here shortly. Running backs. <coughs> um, yeah, wait a second. Sorry. Hannah took a big hit at running back last week. Um, Nick Chubb placed on the IR, going to be out a minimum of three weeks. I actually don't know how serious the injury is. Hannah probably knows more about it than I do, and that is A-OK. But um, what was really, really good for my team and Kareem Hunt is really, really bad for Hannah's team with Nick Chubb as her running back position is looking rough, starting with Kenyon Drake. Coming in at number 16, he has just not had the season that we expected. He's been very mediocre. Um, playing the Jets this week, hopefully he can turn around. I think if he doesn't perform well against the Jets, it's time to be super panicked about him. But he um, comes in at number 16 this week. Coming in at number 24, Melvin Gordon. I like Melvin Gordon moving forward, but not currently. Um, the Broncos and Patriots game is scheduled for Monday night at 4 o'clock, by the way. That time got changed as well. Uh, I actually didn't know that one until just now that I saw it. But Melvin Gordon coming in at 24, facing a good Patriots run defense. Um, hopefully, hopefully this game gets played as well. Um, Spawn Gilmore is out. Cam Newton is also out. So I think the Broncos actually have a shot to win this game. But moving forward, Justin Jackson comes in at number 34. It's kind of funny. Um, my team, I had Austin Eckler get hurt, and that sucked for me. And Hannah had Nick Chubb get hurt, which sucks for her. But I have Kareem Hunt on my team, which is good for me. And she has Justin Jackson on her team, which is good for her. Um, unfortunately, Justin Jackson is still actually the number two running back. Um not the number one that Kareem Hunt will be. But Los Angeles, the last two years, have proven that they can have two running backs be fancy relevant, and I don't expect that to change, especially with Austin Eckler out. I actually expect it to be maybe even more powerful. They use Joshua Kelly and Justin Jackson. And if Justin Jackson outperforms Joshua Kelly, I wouldn't be surprised if Justin Jackson became um, the guy. Moving on to wide receivers. Coming at number 14 this week, I have Tyler Boyd taking on Baltimore. Tyler Boyd has been Joe Burrow's favorite target, which is kind of surprising to me. Honestly, I didn't expect that. I expected it to be um, either A.J. Green or T. Higgins, but it's been Tyler Boyd. I really, really liked Tyler Boyd last year going into the draft, actually. Um, it just didn't come into fruition, but it looks like I was a year ahead of schedule. Comes in at 14. Number 20, I got Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, he's been kind of rough the last couple of weeks if I look at his game by game. Yeah, obviously they had the bye last week because of the Titans. Yay. But um, actually, he's, he hasn't been that bad. Average points, 14.8. Nothing. I mean, that's not bad at all. Not bad at all. I saw his total points at 44.5, and I was doing it for four weeks. I forgot that they were part of that bye last week. So Juju, not bad. He comes in at number 20. It's kind of a rough matchup against the Eagles. The Eagles are sneakily good on defense, um, but no issue starting him this week. 
At number 25, we have DJ Moore. DJ Moore, however, has been a little disappointing, especially um, when he had such a great year last year. Robbie Anderson has actually been more fantasy relevant than DJ Moore, which is insane to me. But I think if you're Hannah, you still got to row the boat with uh, DJ Moore. And unfortunately for Hannah, Chris Godwin has been injured. Um, he did not play tonight. Uh, looking at it, <clears throat> he definitely did not play tonight. Um, as I put on the messenger, just to make sure everybody that Hannah was aware. But um, maybe next week. Again, those Thursday night games, it's so hard to come back from injury. Um, but maybe next week he'll be able to get back in the lineup and give Hannah a little bit of a boost that she needs. At tight end, Hannah has Greg Olson. I did not rank Greg Olson, so I just let him in at number 17. He plays for Seattle, and uh, I don't have any information on him. I'm sorry. He wasn't in my data, so I can't give you a breakdown. But as she has TJ Hogginson is on a buy for the Detroit Lions. That brings Hannah's golf score to 152, which is pretty high. Injuries have really slowed down Hannah's momentum that she had going after the first couple of weeks. But hopefully, maybe she'll be able to regain it this week. As we take a look at Blake. Blake, the biggest surprise of the year so far, um, in my opinion, based off... Um, basically total fantasy points and production. Uh, number one, Russell Wilson this week playing the Minnesota Vikings. Terrible pass defense. Minnesota Vikings, our corners are terrible right now. Hopefully they can develop and hopefully it can be soon because they just look absolutely awful. There's always people wide open all over the place. I expect big things from Russell Wilson this week. He comes in at number one. At number 13 for running backs, I have James Robinson. He's been a major surprise. Um, I didn't even know who he was coming into the year. And all of a sudden, once they dropped Leonard Fournette, it was a big question of who was going to be able to take that Jacksonville job and kind of run with it. And it's been James Robinson, and he's done very well so far. I have him ranked at number 13 this week. Also, I have Todd Gurley coming in at number 17, Atlanta Falcons running back, playing against Carolina. Talked about that game earlier. I think it's going to be a lot of points. And I really, really like Todd Gurley this week. My numbers don't like him as much as I do. I would rank him even higher. But comes in at number 17. 21, we have Devin Singletary. Uh, I don't think I've had Devin Singletary ranked this. Oh, that's why. I haven't had Devin Singletary ranked it all this year. That's because Aaron Jones plays for the Packers, and he's on a bye. Otherwise, he would be in the lineup this week for sure for Blake. I do have Devin Singletary at 21, though. Not bad. Uh, Place with Buffalo Bills. He's been the guy. Uh, but that is in that Tuesday night game. So kind of scary having that situation if you are Blake. As for everybody who owns a Titan or a Bill. Moving on to wide receivers. Stephon Diggs. I have Stephon Diggs ranked at number three this week. But he is also in that Buffalo Bill Tennessee Titan game. So, Blake, make sure you are very aware of this game. Um, I have Stephon Diggs ranked at number three. He's been really, really good so far this year. Um, but so is Justin Jefferson. So, I don't feel so bad about that trade. Uh, just very productive for Stephon Diggs. Number seven, Calvin Ridley. 
also very, very productive so far this year. Um, again, he's in Carolina-Atlanta game. I would personally, if I was making a kind of, I would, I'll say bias, but not like super biased rankings, I would probably have Calvin Ridley ranked even higher than this. But my numbers say number seven. So as do I. Number seven for Calvin Ridley. Number 12, I got Will Fuller. Will Fuller playing against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's not very good, and Deshaun Watson's only guy he throws it to is Will Fuller. Will Fuller comes in at number 12. Tight end, Travis Kelsey comes in at number one, as he does basically every week until George Kittle maybe surprises him. But this week, number 12, playing the Raiders, divisional game. I've talked about a game enough because it seems like everybody owns a Kansas City Chief. Bringing Blake's golf score to 75, meaning I have Blake defeating Hannah, 75 to 152. My top scores, my top projected scores for the week. Number one, I have Courtney with 65. Number two, Colin with 73. Three, Blake with 75. Four, Mom with 79. Five, Dad with 83. Six, Damian with 84. Very close there. Seven, Hannah with 152. At number eight, I have Corey with 179. Projected winners, I got Blake, Mom, Courtney and Colin getting the dubs this week. And it should be a fair this week. Now let's move on to the next segment. All right. And if you have the document still up and still in front of you, um, then if you scroll all the way to the bottom, I have given you guys a list of my 2020 rest of the season rankings. I rank 16 quarterbacks, 40 running backs, 40 wide receivers, and 17 tight ends. Basically, I'm just going to spend the next couple of minutes explaining um, basically what you're looking at. Um, first thing I'm just going to, obviously you see there, I have people that are bolded. I have people that are not bolded. I have people in red, stuff like that. I'm just going to explain what all that means. Um, if it's bold, that means that is a player, a fantasy owner's starter. So for quarterbacks, there are eight people in bold. Um, one through six, then number eight, and Big Ben at number 11. If there is a player that is just chilling in normal text, that means they are owned by somebody um, and not available for anybody to pick up, just chilling on somebody's bench or whatnot. If you see a person in red in italics, that means they are available on the free agent wire. So you guys are more than welcome to use this list to maybe you need a quarterback, Cam Newton, currently on the wire. Obviously be aware of COVID with him. That's kind of why he's not owned right now. If you need a running back, I have two guys that are owned in my top 40, Chase Edmond and Cam Akers. I have two wide receivers, Nikhil Harry and Jameson Crowder, and a whole bunch of tight ends. So now, how did you make these ranking column? Well, that's a great question. What I do, so I make these about every year, every four weeks of the fantasy year. And this is the first time ever that I've actually given them to anybody else. Um, what I do, I take my preseason formula that I use to make my rankings and adjust it to... Okay, so preseason what I do is I basically look at all the past year's data of that player and how do you expect them to perform um, let's see, I need a good example player for this 
Let me find one real quick. Uh, I guess Chris Godwin would be pretty good. So, like, Chris Godwin last year had an insanely good year. It was really, really good. Um, and what it does is the, – but the year before that, Chris Godwin, like, kind of rough. Like, nothing crazy. Nowhere near as good as he was this year. So, basically, it weighs seasons. So, three years – if you were in the league three years ago, it gives a percentage to that, to those numbers. Um, two years ago, a percentage to those numbers – Last year, a bigger percentage of those numbers, and then spits out a number, and that's and then I rank them. Okay, so what I do is I take off that third year, so it's just two years ago, last year, and so far this year. And this is why you can kind of see why rookies are kind of hard to rank because they only have four games of data. So they're kind of just um, kind of guess a little bit, honestly. But um, so I weigh. 40% of this year, and how oh, is it? It's 40, 40? No, not 40. It's 50% this year, 30% last year, 20% the year before that, and that's how I get these rankings, okay? So, um, and no, it's not just like fancy points or anything, not just something super simple like that, but there's more to it. That's just kind of the easy-to-explain version. So, um what I, how do I personally use this list? I personally use this list to come up with trade offers, come up with um, who has a lot of depth, particularly maybe at a particular position. So the first thing that pops out of me is we look at the wide receiver list. Number 12, DJ Chark. That means DJ Chark, and he's not in bold. That means somebody, dad, has DJ Chark as the fourth best wide receiver on his team. I could you look at that and um, realize that has crazy depth of wide receiver. And if I had crazy depth at running back, we'd come up with some sort of trade to stuff like that. That's what I use it for. Um, I also use it to see uh, big movers who is ranked a lot higher than what I had in the preseason and stuff like that. The one thing I will say is it's super hard to rank people that are injured, that's where you kind of just have to use your brain. And if I would just do it based off of numbers, the number one running back would still be Christian McCaffrey, but he is hurt. And there is a, um, a way to go around that, that I use. That's why I came in at number 12 instead. So these are my rest of the season rankings, um, how I think it'll turn out at the end of the year. So if you needed a tight end, my best available tight end right now, is John U. Smith. So, yeah. Um, just give it a look. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you like it. If you used it, awesome. If you didn't, whatever, because I mean, I use it for myself. I figured, here you go. Might as well give it to you guys. Oh, is there anything else I need to explain? <coughs> I guess I'll explain why I ranked. Okay. So I rank 16 quarterbacks. The reason I rank 16 is because of bye weeks. Um, and some people like to have two quarterbacks on their team. So they like to have a starter and a guy on your bench. That way, if everybody did that, those are my opinion who the 16 people should be ranked. I rank 40 running backs because um, personally, I like to have everyone on my 
all running backs on my team to be inside the top 40 because um, that's just the way I like to do it. Not everybody does, but that's the way I like to do it. Um, same with the wide receivers. I like to have all my receivers be inside the top 40 as well. And, yeah, so let's say you had a player, like a running back or a wide receiver, that were was not on this list. What I would do personally, if it was my team, is I would drop said running back or receiver and pick up one of the guys in red right now. And, again, these are available as I'm speaking right now. Maybe someone heard this before you and already changed the roster. Could have happened. Could not happen. But um, just a forewarning there. Tight ends. I rank 17 tight ends. The reason for that um, is because, same with quarterbacks, some people like to have two tight ends on their team, starter and a bench. But Colin, 17, that would mean one person would have three tight ends on their team. <coughs> I do not suggest someone having three tight ends on their team, but um, Austin Hooper and Hayden Hurst at 16 and 17 were tied. So I just put both of them on there. And Hayden Hurst was um, available on the um, free agency, and Austin Hooper wasn't. So I just put them both on here because they literally were exactly tied. So might as well put both on there. Um, yeah, so there are some good tight ends that are available for people to pick up. But, I mean, those are kind of like bi-week fill-ins, in my opinion. Um, not a lot of running backs, not a lot of wide receivers, which I expect. I expect most people to own running backs and wide receivers. If you want me to send you um, more of my running backs and wide receiver rankings, like if you want me to go even further, like if you just want to like completely rehaul your bench or something, let me know and I can actually do that. Um, it it, it won't, won't take me very long. It'll take me like probably like 20 minutes to do that. Um, just let me know how many you want ranked and just clickety clackety clue and I can do that. Um, <laughs> I just didn't want to put it on here because, again, me personally, this is like what I actually use. I, I want to make sure all my players are owned inside the top 40. And if you look, actually, at running back number 40, 39 and 40 is two players on my team. The reason Austin Eckler actually is ranked at number 40 is because he's currently hurt and no one knows for sure how long he's going to be out. Uh, they say four to six weeks. Could be less, could be more. So um, I didn't know what to do, so I just put him at number 40. So there was a little bit of bias, sure, but it was ranked number 40. But if you do want me to go further than that and send you it just to you, I can do that. Let me know. But uh, if not, or whatever. But that is the end of this episode. I know it actually ended up being kind of long, but uh, you stuck with me awesome. If you didn't, totally understand. Uh, yeah, I will see you guys next week. Anna, take it away. I just need the whole title. <laughs>